This is the Universal Life Podcast, and I'm your host, Ben Colbert, and I'm thrilled to have you with us. Um, If you are a first-time listener, thank you so much for being here. If you are a second, third, fourth-time listener, because this is episode number five, I appreciate you hanging out, coming back, um, checking us out once again, and uh, hopefully we can uh, bring you some information that is good, that uh, is fun, exciting, can teach you something, who knows. Um, But I guess the big thing here is just trying to bring some value to your day. But uh, thanks for being with us. And uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about a couple of things, but the main theme here is going to be about journeys and what that looks like and how journeys have sort of transformed over, I don't know, centuries decades, um, I don't know, the years, and what today's journey looks like compared to 100 years ago, 200 years ago. And uh, we're talking about interior journeys and exterior journeys. So let's lead off with this. It used to be that a journey was all on a day's work. And now, today... There's this sense that a journey is more about a lifetime. So let's paint a picture here. Let's think about like when you go on a trip from your home to a nearby town. So, for instance, uh, me, I live in Berea, Kentucky. If I want to travel to Richmond, Kentucky, which is about 15 minutes away, um, I don't really view it as a journey, I just view it as, hey, I'm going to Richmond. Um, And because I'm able to just jump in my car or my truck and head over and be there in 15 minutes, I don't really look at it in terms of a journey. Now, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, if I wanted to go from Brick, Kentucky to Richmond, Kentucky, you know, I'm, I'm pulling the horse out of the stable. I'm throwing the saddle on him. I'm making sure he's watered up. I'm making sure I have water. I'm making sure that I've got all the supplies that I need just in case something occurs or happens. Um, And then I actually get on my horse, and then we start trotting down the road, and we may get to Richmond in two hours, three hours, however long it takes to travel by horseback to a town um, that is roughly 10 miles away. That, my friends, is a journey. Today's version of a journey looks much different. And what this is saying, um, from a Google search, by the way, it used to be that a journey was all in a day's work. Now it takes a lifetime. So when we talk about journeys, we're talking about, okay, what do we look like from our teenage years to our 30s? You know, it's been a journey to get there. Um, From our 30s to maybe retirement. That's the journey along the way. How did I get there? We don't go on excursions, journeys, as much as we did 100, 200 years ago. Or at least I don't. Um, I guess we, we do travel. We go on an airplane from time to time. We go here, we go there. Um, we go on family vacations. Um, but as far as like experiencing the true process day in and day out and each day being a true journey, um, it's not as much as it used to be. And that may be a product of technology. 
um, and things becoming easier and we don't have to try as hard to do things. Um, and with that, you know, I think that that takes uh, a lot of the work um, out of the experience. Um, a lot of uh, learning that could be taking place and a lot of life that could be found or given in those specific moments have sort of vanished. So it's almost like you have to like seek out um, journeys today and uh, you have to be more purposeful in your approach to journeys. And all this could be looked at in several different ways. So like the actual act of like getting in an automobile, horseback, whatever, whatever mode of transportation that you choose and going somewhere, then there's the actual act of creating something, becoming something, putting the time in, um, whether that's through education or trial and error or um, relationship building, where you're actually going on a journey on an interior level to become what you want to become or to create what you want to create. So it actually becomes whatever's inside of you and then you're putting it into the world. That entire process is a journey. And that today may be more relevant or specific to what a true journey is and has transformed over the years where it used to be it was more of a physical act of going on a journey. Whereas today, with technology, um, with the ever-moving experience of education, um, journeys have made this transformation into something a little bit different. It's morphed, or it has grown, it has transformed, and has become uh, significantly more complex. So if you think about it in these terms, um, like I begin to think about how life is more of a process. Well, it's always been a process, but it's um, it's definitely changing or has changed. Like I think back on my life when I was a teenager to 20s to middle 30s now and how the world has morphed um, and, and in my approach to different things and how I actually educate myself and how I, uh, how I learn, how I go about my day-to-day um, is much different than it was a decade ago. So with the changing world, um, with the changing experience of journeys, there's like this conversion that continually takes place. We are all always experiencing a conversion in one form or another. And here's another thing. Um, when you're converting, whenever you are growing, whenever you're building something or becoming a different version of you, adapting, um, you know, I think it's important to understand there must be a patience component here. Um, whenever, maybe if you're trying to lose weight, or if you are trying to um, take on a new trade and learn how to work with your hands or become a carpenter of sorts, um, or if you are learning to play even a new board game, you have to be patient within that experience or within that journey itself. Because impatience is a dangerous thing when it comes to interior journeys. 
Um, I feel like you can find yourself getting down. At least I definitely can is when I like expect myself to be right all the time or figure something out right out of the gate. Um, and then I end up quitting or putting aside what it is I started. And in many cases, um, like this podcast, for example, like this is my first episode that I've recorded since February. And it could be real easy for me, and then it has, and it's when this thought process has went through my mind, like I have become busy with this or that, or I've also become impatient with my ability to create new content, or like that internal voice creeps up and starts saying, hey, I'm not going to be able to crank out as much content as I want, so why don't I just put this whole project to, to, um, to the side, when actually this is something that I've been working on and building for over two to three years now. And I have to be patient with myself and just let it organically grow and convert into what it's supposed to convert to. Um, but the the idea is just to keep going. And I'm trying to force myself to understand that and make it part of me and know that it is a journey. And this entire process of episode five, six, seven, all these episodes may be very average at best. They may be very poor. I have no idea. Um, I feel like they're okay, but I'm learning throughout this entire process of how to create, how to become a podcaster, how to speak into a microphone, um, how to even use all of this different technology and what avenues I have to go through to even post this stuff on iTunes or Spotify. Um, It's all a process and it's all a journey. And I'm constantly experiencing a conversion into something different. And to bring this back around, um, patience is vital. And if I become impatient, then this entire project is not going to succeed in the end. And a few other things that require great patience. Um, And I've already mentioned interior journeys the betterment of oneself internally. Um, you know, and I struggle with this whenever I get bent out of shape of, uh, over something or I become um, emotionally unchecked. How do I deal with that? And I've gotten better o- o- over the course of time with different tools and uh, strategies to harness my emotions. But interior journeys, um, you have to have great patience. Spiritual quests, whether it's religion um, or whatnot, like you're not going to have it all figured out in the beginning. Like I, um, I've struggled with this myself, having patience and in building that spiritual um, component of me through Christianity, um, and being a little bit forgiving and knowing that I'm not going to know it all right out of the gate. And maybe it's just my job right now is to read, to listen, to ask questions, and to understand that I'm always developing um, within my spiritual quest. And then there's what's called pilgrimages, which pilgrimages and journeys are very similar, but they have a slight difference. So I went to Google, and I was Googling both of these terms just to see um, where they fell and, uh, and how relatable they were to one another. And then Google explained to me it was this. It says, Pilgrimages, or a pilgrimage, I'm sorry, is a journey often into an unknown or foreign place 
where a person goes in search of new or expanded meaning about themselves, others, nature, or higher good through the experience itself. Um, And then it goes on to say, it can lead to a personal transformation after which the pilgrim, you, me, returns to their daily life. So if you can imagine, like I sort of envision myself traveling, going somewhere, um, it can be some far off place, it could be to the next town over, it could be up to the public library, it could be to my own private space um, within nature where I go there and I'm seeking out um, enlightenment of some in some case. I'm wanting to educate myself in a particular area where it becomes fully ingrained in me. Um, and it takes time, which is a major component. Um, it takes patience. And a pilgrim can ill afford to have impatience because they won't be changed and they won't come back to their daily life and they won't spread that news to other people. So here's a great quote that I love and that I came upon, and I'm not exactly sure who said this. It may have have been Dallas Willard, but it says, For in these journeys we must cover the miles step by step, feeling the terrain as we pass through it, responding to its challenges. And I think this hits home for me because like when I think about a journey or if I'm like trying to like live in the moment, I think about like taking my shoes off and filling the earth underneath the, uh, underneath me. And it's like, there's that quote where it says, uh, be where your feet are and like filling the terrain. It's like if you, if you barefoot walk over like a, a gravel driveway, like Every single little step that you take, you fill every piece of gravel that's underneath you. And like if you can if you can experience every journey or every experience of life, whether that be good, whether that be, you know, um, within a, a form of a hardship, if you can embrace each little piece of gravel that you step on, be where your feet are, um, fill it step by step. I think uh, we'll all experience a, a better conversion. Um, we'll feel life a lot more. Um, you know, we'll embrace the journey. We'll find the joy more if uh, if we're able to, you know, look at life through that lens or experience it um, in that way. And it's important to remember that there are no shortcuts. And I think, like at a younger age. I always felt like, what's the quickest way to get to that? What's the quickest way to become this? Um, You know, how do I get to this stage of my life a little faster? And when reality, or in reality, as I've gotten older, like, I don't necessarily want that anymore. And I guess that comes with maturation. Um, But I almost would rather um, experience the process and enjoy that and find the life in that. And to this day, it's still difficult to stay in that place, in that mind frame. But as I'm getting older, um, I'm finding that that place of journeying, pilgrimage, is the actual spot you need to be in. And another quote, it says, But that is what makes it so beautiful 
and dangerous and wonderful. We don't snap a few photos and rush on. Rather, we are changed about our travels. And uh, that's another quote. I'm not exactly sure where it came from. It may have been Dallas Willard um, via another podcast that I was listening to. I can't remember. But uh, I think that's an awesome quote. You know, that's what makes it so beautiful. It makes it dangerous and wonderful that we don't need to snap a few photos and rush, um, but rather we are changed by our travels, the hardships. Um, we're changed by the, the things that are good in those specific moments. Um, but just experiencing life and embracing it um, is definitely all part of the journey. And I guess today, maybe that is what a journey looks like. Um you know, it's it's more expansive. It's over a longer period of time. It's different. It's not traveling to the next town as much. Um, and it's more about, you know, where are you going? What are you becoming? And uh, things of that nature. And here's a final quote. Um, and this does come from Morgan Snyder of becomegoodsoil.com, which is, uh, have been a great of inf- has been a great influence on me over the past couple of years. And we're, and he was discussing um, a pilgrim and uh, how a pilgrim will be better suited um, by one book thoroughly mastered than by 20 books he has merely skimmed. And it goes on to say, little learning and much pride come from hasty reading. And I think that is really good. I feel like within our culture today, like we have to, we have this like sense that we have to rush through things instead of filling the earth underneath our feet, taking our time, living in the moment, embracing it, reminding ourselves that that is where the good is found, not through speed, but from just taking our time and enjoying the process. Don't read as fast as you can. Chew on the same book, read it over and over again until it becomes part of you. It saturates you. Um, and then you act um, out within the things that you've learned and you've read. Um, and that's where the joy is found. Um, and that's all part of the journey. Um, and this can be relatable to travel as well not like not getting caught up in like hasty travel where like if I'm if I'm going on family vacation all right we got to get to our spot as quickly as we can and then we're always in a hurry when we're there no take your time stop at a couple of places along the way make it a journey um, see your surroundings smell the air touch the physical things that are there within that space you know um, fully immerse yourself in the actual experience. And that can become more of a journey. And you'll appreciate it. And rest will be found more there. It'll be a vacation when you do those things. Not rushing on to the next thing. I've got to see this. I've got to see this. But just take the time to see what's there. So that, my friends, is episode number five. Um, thanks again for being here with us, spending time, and uh, I would encourage you to uh, spread the word about Universal Life. Tell a friend, tell a family member. Um, if you would like, you can share it on your social media, on Apple Podcasts, get on there and, and leave us a review. Um, that would help out a whole lot as far as just uh, sharing what we're doing here and uh, getting Universal's Life name 
um, out there in into the world. So thanks again and have a great day. We'll see you again next time.